You're listening to a BGE podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. And we're getting started the month of December. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Last week, it seemed like it crawled by. And yet, looking back, it's like, whoa, it's already December. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I mean, it's just been, I don't know. The year's flown by, but last week was so slow. Oh, man. But hey, we're back and we're ready to rock and roll this month of December. Hope everybody's getting ready for Christmas and the holiday season. We've got a few things going on and happening here. But very quickly, today's episode is brought to you by Kick Ash Basket. Tell you what, when it comes to grilling accessories, man, these guys do it right. I mean, they have put together just a magnificent uh, you know set of accessories for just about any and every grill out there whether it's Kamado whether it's a Weber you know when it comes to charcoal management their their charcoal baskets their ash cans uh, their insulated gloves and and so much more at Kickash Basket folks you've got to check it out use our link in the description and of course uh, we appreciate that as well it doesn't cost you all anything but hey it helps support the channel here uh, but uh, again check out kick ash basket online and uh, you know see if there's something there for your specific grill and i'll tell you what you won't be sorry great quality great company great folks and man what it does for grilling is amazing charcoal management ash cleanup I mean, it's just, it's made my world so much easier. I've been using that product or their products for nearly six years now. So it's, it's awesome. Again, kick ash basket. All right, folks, as we get into today's episode, I don't know what folks have been uh, grilling or what, what you guys have going on. We've, we've, Again, been chill. We, you know, we've done some burgers and um, <clears throat> and and brats and things like that. We've we've cooked some chili, and and isn't it chilly weather right now? I, I think I mean that's uh, uh, this weather has been I think perfect for chili. And one of the things on the grill that a lot of folks talk about is OTC over the top chili. And usually what we're talking about is meat that is cooked or grilled or smoked up above the pot of chili in your smoker and all them drippings, everything's going down into the chili itself. And there's all kinds of recipes, all kinds of, uh, you know, ideas, what people like, what folks don't like, whether it's Texas red chili, whether it's chili with beans or, or whatever it is that... Uh, folks like and are into you can do it with the with you know the over the the top chili method and it definitely 
does a great thing for flavor because not only are you getting that that smokiness in there, but you know when you're catching those drippings, whether you're cooking like a, a chuck roast, a uh, even you know some of you sirloin roast, but it's you know some of you use brisket for brisket chili, uh, or even if you're doing a burger and uh, you almost make like a meatloaf and you just smoke that above the uh, pot of chili and let that kind of drip down and then just break it up later. And there's all kinds of ways and methods to do it. And I'm not going to get into, uh, you know, the recipes as much for specifically over the top chili in the smoker. Uh, but I will give you, you know, for those who are just wanting a good chili recipe, just you know, something you can build on, okay? Um, and and this starts inside. You can do this inside. You don't have to have a smoker. You don't have to have a grill, although it works great out there as well. There's just a couple of things that, again, you can uh, you can adjust and make this your own. That's what I love about chili. You can make everything your own. Uh, but let's, let's just start with somebody who isn't into doing a lot of things for themselves when it comes to, um, you know, developing and working on uh, whether it is, oh, like broths and things like that. All right, so just take, for every pound of burger, take one uh, package of chili seasoning, a can of tomato sauce, a can of stewed tomatoes, an onion, if you want some bell peppers, that's fine. You can do, again, you can make this your own. And then if you want beans in your chili, you can do a can of uh, like chili-ready beans that you buy at the store. But for one pound, do one thing of each, right? And, and that's a good base, a good starting point. You can season your burger up with whether it's chili powder and some paprika and maybe a little bit of garlic powder is always good, and then throw your, you know, dice up your onions and throw those in with the burger as you're uh, cooking it and browning it. Just have your onions in there with it as well. And then once you're, you get your meat done, and, you know, you can then start adding in all of your other ingredients, whether it's the, you know, the tomato sauce, stewed tomatoes, if you want beans, that's fine. Uh, your package of chili seasoning as well. And if you're worried about whether or not the meat is done or not, if you've cooked it for a while and you're like, man, I'm just not sure. That's the great thing about chili because you can add all those other ingredients and it will it continues to cook and you can let it simmer for a while. So you don't have to worry about undercooked burger or anything like that because your chili is going to continue to simmer and, and cook for a little while and finish cooking that meat if you didn't get it cooked all the way through or browned all the way through to begin with. And so that's always an option, uh, you know. And say you're gonna, you can use that for brisket chili as well. Let's say you got some leftover brisket that you've cut up, or maybe you know you've gone to a, one of your favorite barbecue places and you have picked up a brisket, you know, and you've, uh, you know, you want to chop it up and use it for chili. The same thing, you know, per pound, you know that that it, it's just a good. Uh, easy way to go in, as far as the measurement is concerned. And so that, that gives you a good starting point for making chili on the, in, you know, in this type of weather, you know, when it's kind of cool outside and, you know, the chilly nights and it makes for a great chilly weather. 
uh, and uh, and you can you know you can build on that. I mean, you can add things, you can take away things, you, you know. But that again, that's a good base, and so you know, give it a try. Let me know what you think. Blindgrilling at gmail.com. Of course, you can do it on the smoker. It always adds a little extra, you know, when you're putting it out there on the smoker. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks say, oh, you don't want to put any tomato sauce in cast iron because we use cast iron pots in our smokers. And listen, if you're cleaning up and you've got a good seasoning on your cast iron and you don't let it set after you've cooked it, um, it's going to be fine. It's not going to ruin your your cast iron. Uh, just be smart about it. Clean it up, and uh, you know you can always reseason it, or just you know once you get it cleaned up, re, you know get it hot again. Add a little bit of cooking spray or oil to it, and that that's all it takes to reseason that cast iron, and so you're good to go. And and it, it's not going to hurt it. So you can do that in cast iron on your smoker, and it'll be great. And uh, <laughs> you'll you'll thank me later. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, uh, question is, you know, what do you guys like with your chili? You know, are you guys, do you guys like cornbread or do you guys just like crackers, maybe some cheese? Do you like to put a little sour cream and black olives on top of it? You know, that's something people like, um, you know, others like to uh, grill some hot dogs next to it, make some chili dogs, or, you know, maybe that's something you do with leftovers. You know, chili is always great the day after as well. Sometimes it's even better the day after. It's awesome. Uh, but that's, that's the great thing about chili. You know, you can make plenty. You can have leftovers, and it's just it's just awesome. It's amazing. And so we, we have chili. We made chili this past week. Um, it worked out really well and, uh, you know, we love it. We, we just really like chili. It can be fast and easy. It's better if you can, you know, take your time, let it simmer and, and, you know, mold and meld and get all them flavors and everything working together. And, uh, it's, you know, the, the, the more, the better, as far as that's concerned, you can always add some Rotel, uh, peppers and things like that. It was always good. You can spice it up that way. Um, you know, some we've even added um, pork. You know, whether it's ground pork, uh, we can you can do that as well. I, there's just, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, again, you can almost let your imagination run wild with it and 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 just build your flavors that you like. That's what I love about chili. So. Uh, so that's that's the recipe that I uh, throw out there for you all today. We're going to be taking, you know what, season two, you know, wrapping up for this year. And uh, so we got another episode or two. We'll see how they, uh, how it goes this month. And then we're going to be taking a little break for Christmas and the new year. And then we'll be getting back to season three coming up. I will keep you everyone updated on Friday's Cut Straight weekend workshop edition on the dining room table build it is coming along and we'll have more about that on friday's episode but um but yeah season two is winding down and and y'all have been absolutely spectacular you've been great um i just you know just thank you all so much michael over in uh, florida who listens who calls and texts every once in a while and uh and you know lets me know some things that are going on i appreciate that so much and, uh, you know, Dave and um, so many others who are uh, just, you know, contacting me and letting me know and giving me feedback. It's greatly, greatly 
appreciated. Mike, appreciate it so very much. Kevin, appreciate it so very much. Um, and I, I know I'm missing some folks. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, it's thing, things have been going uh, things have been going great uh, as far as that goes. Blindgrilling at gmail.com. I really would like to know, though, what, what you guys, uh, you know, prefer when it comes to, you know, what, what you guys do with your chili, you know? Um, let me know. And... Also, what are you guys going to be cooking for Christmas? This Thursday at Pits and Grills here in Springfield, Missouri, uh, Pits and Grills is having a prime rib class. And I tell you, his classes are always awesome. They are uh, they're great. A lot of good information is given. And if you're blind or visually impaired, Nick is really good about you know explaining things and, and what he's doing. And, and if you miss something, you can just simply ask in the class, and he makes sure you know, to let, to let you know, but he's doing a prime rib class this Thursday night. And, um, you know, that, that's pretty popular. We usually do a ham, like a spiral ham for Christmas. Cause we've done the Turkey for Thanksgiving. So we change it up a little bit. I told my wife, we need to do a, a brisket or a tenderloin beef tenderloin or something, but you know, prime rib does sound good. That, that sounds great. And, uh, who knows, maybe, maybe that's what we'll end up doing. Uh, maybe along with a ham, because I think we're going to have some guests this year and uh, just invite some folks over that uh, aren't able to go home or uh, or don't have um, you know family here in town but can't leave town. So uh, we'll have some folks over and we'll have either a, you know probably both a ham and um, and some kind of beef product that we'll be pulling off the smoker. So that's what we've got going on. <clears throat> um, of course, you know, you've, you know, it's everyone's in that buying mood. Everyone's buying uh, things for their grills and everything, you know, uh, looking for presents for folks. And uh, I tell you, <clears throat> this is, you know, you can't go wrong with charcoal. You, you lump charcoal, Fogo charcoal is awesome. Uh, you can't go wrong with seasonings, um, whether it's Meat Church, Heath Riles, um, you know, Lane's Barbecue, uh, you know, those types of seasonings and things. Th- those are just awesome. I would highly recommend you, you know, give those uh, a uh, a gander and check out what's there. Duck Fat Spray is always awesome um, for, uh, you know, uh, for gifts for folks who love to grill or love to cook. Uh, and of course, if they got a grill, man, that grill torch, I'm getting ready to do a review and, uh, and talk about the grill blazer grill gun and, <coughs> uh, sneak preview. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, you know, there's some things about it. It's, it's, you know, there's a few little things that, uh, folks need to be aware of and know, and we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll get into all that. So. Uh, and we'll do that for the end of the year. And, uh, but yeah, it's awesome. They just got some in over at pits and grills. Of course, I've got my hands on one here at our outdoor grilling facilities as well. And so, uh, if you're here in the Springfield area, you can go over to pits and grills at 1920 sunshine street and, uh, and check them out. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it's just, it's just been really cool. Um, you know, checking out what folks have got going on. And some of the new things that they've come out with, <clears throat> Big Green Egg has come out with some new products as well. 
they they came out with their own rotisserie. You know, a lot of folks were buying that old Camadou Joe uh, rotisserie because it would fit on the egg. And so uh, they were using that. And for years, and it's almost... It's almost laughable. I, I don't know. It just, I don't know what to think about it, really. I've had my hands on one. It, it It's, I don't know. I, a lot of folks really like rotisseries. I, I'll give you that. that. That's something they like. But for years, if you were to go to some of these big green egg distributors or big green egg themselves and ask them, hey, what, you know, do you have a rotisserie? KG's got a rotisserie. And, and their biggest thing, you don't need one. You don't need one. And and I agree, you don't. But it it was it was it was I don't know. Just sometimes the way that, that some of these people were responding to that, um, you know, it was it it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, I guess. But but now they you know, Big Green Egg has come out with a rotisserie, and um, you know, I, I felt it over at Pits and Grills. They've got one in and installed as a demo. Uh, you can, you know, on one of their uh, display eggs, and so they got the display out there. You can check it out. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it it feels fine. It feels like it worked great. I mean, no problem there. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I've never used one. I've never really thought there was a need for one. Um, but uh, I, you know, I, I'm sure there's some great things about it. I, I really am. Because, I mean, I can imagine either a chicken or even a pork loin, you know, as it's turning and all those juices, you know, that, you know, some are going to be dripping onto the coals, I'm sure, if you're doing it direct. But also, there, it, you know, uh, it's just going to be basting itself. And I mean, there's, there's some things I can see definitely, you know, the idea, the concept of rotisserie has always been awesome and amazing. And so, you know, uh, Big Green Egg finally... How many years has it been since KJ came out with theirs? Uh, you know, probably eight, maybe. I don't know. But, you know, they came out with theirs. Um, there was this other accessory that was out there for a few years that was that turned your egg or any other ceramic grill into a pizza oven. And it was this wedge that would sit on your bottom uh, half of your grill uh, on the rim and then it you know your egg lid would close down on it but it wouldn't you know it it was up at an angle and the older old style that I remember I can't remember the brand right now but it had a door on it you could open the door and it and you'd slide your pizzas in and you know and out and um and it it, it was pretty cool but I didn't like it cuz it was metal and and um, or cast iron, uh, and so it 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 kind of defeated the purpose of having the ceramic grill because now you're dealing again with what essentially become became a metal grill, at least the portion that you're dealing with. Uh, but Big Green Egg has come out with their pizza wedge, and it's open. It doesn't have a door in the front. It's just a big wedge that uh, sets on the bottom rim of. The, the bottom half, the you know, on top of the rim of the egg when you open it, and then your lid sits down on the wedge. And it, it's just like an open pit cooking, you know, pizza cooker is what it becomes. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'm not sold on it, to be honest with you. It, it, listen, I'm a big green egg guy. I'm an egghead. There's no doubt about it. I love the big green egg. I, I'm, you know... Um, I, but you know, 
hey, you know, if it's something I don't think I'm going to use, I'm not going to use it. And uh, the pizza wedge definitely is not something on my list of things because I don't know. Do you have to, you know, remove this metal, you know, off of the grill to close it and shut it down? I'm just, you know, um, I I just don't want to do that. I don't want to touch the metal. And the same really with the rotisserie. While you open up the grill, you know, to get to the rotisserie, you still have this metal band a couple of inches tall uh, that you're now dealing with. And so, um, you know, I, I just, you know, for someone who's blind or visually impaired that's trying to get away from metal grills altogether, probably not accessories that are going to be high on our list. Um you know, definitely, you know, definitely not needed. They're, they're, they're cool. They're gadgets. They, they'll do their thing and they will work great. I have no doubt about that, but for someone who's blind or visually impaired with a big green egg, I, I, I don't, I don't think that's something necessarily have to, uh, have to deal with. We did have someone, Michael from Florida, uh, actually contacted me and I, and I meant to get to this as well, um, because he had asked a question about grill grates and the brand grill grates. Grill grates are something that I've highly recommended for those with pellet grills. Um, and they they make them to fit several different kinds of grills. They make them to fit whatever grill you've got just about, whether it's a, a ceramic Camadou style grill, a big green egg, KJ, whether it's a uh, green mountain grill, pellet grill, or camp chef pellet grill, or um, uh, Traeger or whatever it is, you've got a pellet grill, they make these grates for it. And if you have a pellet grill and you're struggling with grill marks and searing, the, this is what you need, right? Um, if you're doing a lot of low and slow or just ribs or, or things like that, you're not doing a lot of searing, you're not worried about a lot of searing or anything like that, then it's not necessary. These things are not something that you know you should go out and and try to get. Uh, they are cool because they can reduce flare ups. If you do a lot of burgers, um, you know, on a, a charcoal grill. But of course, if on a pellet grill, what makes them so great is if you're cooking, let's say at three three fifty, you can add about a hundred to one hundred and fifty degrees of surface temperature, which is how they're able to get you those grill marks or sear marks. Uh, in a grill that a lot of folks are like, oh, I just can't get it up. I can't sear because the temperature won't get high enough. Well, you know, that's what these grill grates are for. That's that's what they do. And, of course, they serve two purposes. Not only can you have the, the grates, you know, tra- kind of a traditional marking, but if you turn them upside down, that's a flat surface, and you can do your smash burgers and things like that. Uh, and so... Uh, they have their place, and and they are great at what they do, no doubt about it. You know, but but they're not for everybody. You know, they're not needed for everybody. It, you know, just a replacement grate or something like that. I mean, yeah, you could go with it, but you know, it's uh, you know, it, it probably wouldn't be one of the first things if uh, you know if you're on a ceramic grill and you're not doing a lot of searing. Um, you know that then that's that's kind of where I'm at with the uh, um, with the grill grates. So um, you know pellet grills, man, I, I you get them absolutely. You you won't regret having them if you got a pellet grill. So uh, but yeah, appreciate that uh, appreciate that question that uh, 
that came in from Michael on that. Um, and, um, yeah, it seemed like, man, you know what? There was another email that came in, and I'll have to get to that next time because I do not remember, and I don't have it uh, here in front of me, uh, unfortunately, uh, to get to that. So, um, uh, and, and that was from Hawkins uh, up in uh, near the St. Louis area. So, uh, Hawkins, man, I, I apologize, but uh, I appreciate the email, and uh, I will definitely get to uh, to that uh, here. Uh, I'll probably respond to your email as well as talk about your questions on next week's episode as we wind down Season 2 of the Blind Grilling Experience. Folks, shoot me an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com. And, uh, man, I hope everyone has just a, a wonderful week. You know, be careful, be kind out there. A lot of crazy folks that are just rude and mean, unfortunately. Don't let that be you. And, uh, you know, just be thankful to God for everything that you have and are blessed with and, and, uh, and be kind to those around you. And, and take opportunities to teach them, if you're blind or visually impaired, to, uh, you know, kindly help them understand what it is to be blind or visually impaired if you have the opportunities. All right, folks, that's today's episode. Appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. Remember, if you're looking, you ain't cooking.